Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's ask what? How you would categorize yourself as dogs? I mean... Oh, interesting. Are you recording? Dog, yeah, everything's okay. recording. Yeah. You see the red, right? Yeah, I see the red. Okay, I'm trying to find what I told. I mean, I think the obvious one for me was Golden Retriever, so I'm surprised that she didn't say Golden Retriever. Dude, I have the saddest story. Um, I was helping a friend dog sit. Uh, a Golden Retriever. I love Named Ollie. Oh my gosh, I saw the dog that you were just yes, dog sitting. So, so cute. Oggy's so cute. I we love were... that dog so much. Oh wait, what's your sad story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I spent like an entire. I like took him to the park. His name's Ollie. Uh, like mid-sized, kind of small. Did he die under your watch? N- no. What oh. The hell? No, okay. S- why is it sad then? Oh my gosh. Uh, what? It's not that sad. Oh, okay. Uh, but we spent like the entire day together, and then as we were going back, uh, we took him on the subway. And my friend who was taking the dog back to the owner's apartment, um, like took Ollie off the subway and I was getting off the next subway track. And so my friend Janice and Ollie like exit the subway cart and then Ollie and Janice are like walking off and then Ollie just stops and he's just like, and turns around. He's like, where's Andrew? And then I was sitting on the uh, subway, just making eye contact and Ollie starts like dragging Janice to go back onto the subway cart. And Janice is like, no, like we gotta go. And then like, the subway doors were also just like not closing and going. There was like a three minute delay, and so it was just like Ollie hey, like trying to pull pulling yeah. Jans back. And I'm like, no, I'm gonna cry <laughs> so right sad. now. It was so yeah. sad. Dogs are Aww. honestly dogs. give the purest form of love. Like Augie, the dog that I'm dog sitting, not right now, obviously. Um, you know how I went to LA for like half a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. As soon as I got home. I got home super late at like midnight, so he was already asleep, but my roommate was telling me that the morning, as soon as she opened her door, like Augie ran straight upstairs <laughs> to my bedroom door, and like, I didn't know he was there. He's like a super calm, docile dog. Like, he doesn't like paw the door or like mm. bark or make anything to try to get your attention, but like, I was just going through my morning routine, like brushing my teeth, getting dressed, whatever. I opened the door, and he's just like standing there like so happy to see me and he was like apparently he was there like just sitting outside my door for like two hours just waiting for me to walk out because like he kind of missed me because i was gone for like four days i was like this dog is so adorable oh my god it made me really want to get a dog but Mm -hmm. i don't think i don't think i have the bandwidth to take care of a dog so i think dog sitting is honestly the best situation where you get to like enjoy the company of a dog over short periods of time mm-hmm. but not have to have like the burden of having a dog yeah. mm. for a long period of time yep, yep, would you yep. ever like foster dogs 
I think fostering dogs is also a really good idea. I have multiple friends who have fostered dogs, and it seems like a really fun little gig to do. Yeah. Um, But I haven't really looked into it. I think you have to apply. Yeah. 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 I feel bad doing it in New York because space is limited. Yeah, space is limited. So, but in Cleveland. All right, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Rooftop Pod. Today, we are answering some of your questions that you guys asked us on the Discord. Um, the first... Oh, uh, joining me today is my sister. <laughs> Rachel. And my brother. Andrew. And I am your host, Jesse. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to do... Oh, man, I'm a little scared. Oh, Someone DM'd us a <clears throat> video. Runaway DM'd me this video. A YouTube video called A Book Where the Main Characters Died. And he or she wants us to live react to this video so i'll probably have a little pop-up window of this video we're gonna watch it hold up this is gonna take you to youtube are you okay with that yes i am okay with oh no oh it's only 11 seconds okay everybody pay attention <laughs> that's pretty funny that's i was really not good. expecting that's that good. that was good yeah. I, like that I, I, I had no idea where that was going yeah. until the that's, that's funny that's really good okay so the video was a book where the main character dies and it's a super thick book and then at the last second they revealed that it's the bible <laughs> oh that was solid that's solid hey but he has a comeback story too mm-hmm Runaway also wants to ask, which video editing software do you use? Mm. I'm trying to put text in iMovie without effects, and it's a struggle. (laughs) Um, Premiere Pro user. Okay. I use Final Cut and Premiere Pro. So Final Cut is Apple software. And I have Premiere Pro as well as uh, everything else in the Adobe suite. But Mm -hmm. for video, it's mostly Premiere Pro. Um, I got lucky because my school pays for Adobe Adobe, uh, Creative Cloud. Uh, software. So I got really lucky nice. that Jesse's school pays for <laughs> <laughs> software. That's true. Andrew does use mine. He's a ween ween. Um, and then, ooh, lots of questions from Runaway. The other question here she asks, how does one know that they are ready for a romantic relationship and ready to get back out there? Oh. Mm. That's a good question because I think I recently went through that. Um, and it took me a long time. I don't think I got over my ex um, until maybe like the last three or four months. Wow. Like I was nice. like mostly forcing myself. You hear that? He's ready to get back out there. <laughs> no, I mean, it's been, it's been, it's been, it was like one year breakup anniversary last week. Mm. Dang. Um, I remember talking to my roommates about it in LA. I'm like, hey, this is the week that. Uh, I exited my last relationship. It's been a whole year, and it's crazy Damn. how far, how much of a difference a year can make. My life is mm. so different oh, so now, different. <laughs> yeah, compared to where it was a year ago. So, bless up to um, the internet mm-hmm. for bless. turning my life around. <laughs> Not really. My life is more or less the same. But um, I wouldn't say there was one defined moment where I was like, "Hey, I'm ready to get back out there." It was definitely a gradual process. Because the first thing that you need is closure. And Mm. that closure is not going to be 
achieved from the person that either broke up with you or you broke up with i think closure can mm. only come from within wow. super mm. philosophical mm. but yeah it's really true like i i didn't get like closure that i wanted from my ex-partner i got it mostly from my own acceptance of the situation and recognizing why mm -hmm. that relationship was not good for me why that relationship mm -hmm. was not a long-term relationship for me mm -hmm. once i realized all those things i was actually happy to be out of the relationship because mm -hmm. for a lot for a long time maybe like six seven eight months after the relationship i was sad that i was no longer mm -hmm. in this relationship mm -hmm. but like once you reach a point where you have closure and acceptance you're like you're like almost like excited that you're not in that relationship and that allows the door to be open to new possibilities mm. and new people and that's once you once you're happy that you're not in that relationship anymore i think that's the point where you can be like i'm ready to like yeah meet new people mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and be open to another relationship that's like my litmus test mm -hmm. um like recently actually like last week tiktok now does on this day remember this video <laughs> And it was a video that Trauma I had videos. of <laughs> my my ex, but it's same. Thing I hate as what, that. Okay, okay. One thing, Snapchat, Apple started doing that. Okay. Google started doing that. TikTok, They're like, "Here's your memory memories. from two years no, no, ago," no, no, no. and it's I like don't need this. <laughs> in the midst of me still dating this person. Oh yeah, I'm that was like, that for you. That I don't need those memories. Stop showing me. And there's no setting to turn that off. So yeah, no, they really Google, just like you guys, surprise. You guys, you guys have enough facial recognition AI. Where it's like, hey, this person hasn't been in your photo album for the past two years or one year. Stop showing me memories <laughs> of this person because they're clearly not in my life anymore. Uh, but yeah, that's low-key yeah, a little bit annoying. Yeah. But yeah. I remember like after the breakup, um, if I saw any old photos, I'd miss the relationship. And now mm -hmm. like I, if those pop up, like, oh, it sounds harsh, but test. it's like I don't feel anything towards yeah, it. Yeah, once you don't feel like an emotional reaction when mm -hmm. you see that person. Oh, the true litmus test is seeing them in person Which also and not feeling any type yeah. of way i don't oh, know yeah. if that's ever gonna happen yeah that's a but, that's less something you can control but yeah but seeing uh, a picture of someone and not feeling some type of way test. So that is a good litmus mm -hmm. test i think for like maybe a few months i was kind of forcing myself to be back out there and like meeting people mm -hmm. and that was just mm -hmm. not productive because like you're not in the right headspace you're kind of wasting other people's time at that point right. you're wasting your own time like there's really no rush i think i was trying to rush myself because i saw my ex get into another relationship so i was like damn mm -hmm. like th that was fast but like everybody has their own time like like some people get over relationships super quickly some people i think like me take like a really long time and like yeah. mm -hmm that's okay everybody has their own time and pace like the relationship affects people differently people have different reactions to a relationship so like um if it's taking you a while to get over someone that's totally normal and it's totally okay just take your time take the space that you need yeah. spend that time honestly hang out with your friends and family like taking time to like heal and also using that time to like just reconnect with your friends you kind of lose a lot of that when you're in a relationship. This kind of goes back to what Andrew said on the last episode mm -hmm. about like reframing a negative as a yep, positive yep. where you can take this opportunity like, oh, sure, you're losing a lot of time, quality time with like your ex-partner, but now you're reopening that time to basically spend mm -hmm. it with your friends and family who you haven't been spending that much time with while you were in that relationship. So that's kind of how I reframe the kind of breakup for there myself. Mm -hmm. I think the way that that's phrased mm -hmm. to me is something that okay so my um 
like hesitations with being in a relationship has always been I'm already time constrained like I already don't spend enough time with my friends like I don't want to also have to think about a significant other who I have to spend time like the expectation is that I will spend There's something in there. Oh, yeah, there's is there some anything bugs. off the edge of your roof? Uh, not that side, but I'm going to okay. grab a tissue because my allergies are killing me. One second. Oh, wait. Okay. I might have one in my pockets. Ah, it's kind of used, though. <laughs> Ew. Can you grab two? Oh, bring, uh, bring allergy meds, too. Bring allergy have, meds. Do you have snacks? <laughs> oh, snacks. Bring snacks. Salty crackers. What were we just talking about? Relationships. relationships and spending when you're time ready with, to move oh, on. Yes, yes, yes. I have I have words to say. Mm, I have words to say. Um, but anyways, I feel like oh. to some extent, like people can use significant others as like a way to fill space that is not taken up or like that is lacking with friends and family. Mm. Um, so I feel like when you lose a significant other and you like start reinitiating those friendships, um, and those family relationships, if you get back into another relationship, like, aren't you just going to lose those or like relationships again? Or like, there's going to be, there's going to be more distance. So I guess in my head, I see it as like almost not using isn't the right term for it, but it does feel like a little bit expendable. If Who's that makes expendable? Sense. Like the um, relationship? <coughs> no, the friends. Friends, friends and family. Or, yeah. <coughs> or, yeah. I guess, like, is it's not possible to maintain as good, at least mm. the way that you're saying okay. it. There's, it's not possible to maintain the level of closeness <coughs> that you have with friends and families. Family, or, like, as many okay. as you do when you're single as when you're in a okay. relationship. I see what you're saying, yeah. and I think that's but true. But I beg to differ. Oh, really? Yeah. Because mm. give your take okay. First. So, so I think I I don't think I did a terrible job of this when I was in my past relationship. That was like my first serious long-term relationship, so I learned a lot from it. And I've seen couples where they get together and they just like completely go into their own world and lose connection with like all their friends and like all their family. I've never wanted to be that couple. Like. Mm. Don't sign me up for that ever. Inevitably, you do spend more time with your significant other, so you lose touch. Mm-hmm. But there is a way where if you find the right person, you can integrate them into your friends and family dynamic. Mm. And like the That's wedding true. that I went to, their mm. relationship I really look up to because they do a really good job of that. Like, mm-hmm. they're all basically a part of each other's families. And I think their family made a big effort of like integrating the bride or his now wife into their family really early on so like they would go on family trips with the girlfriend and like the other they would invite the girlfriend's family i mean they were like really serious already and like so they were already like integrating each other into each other's family where they were spending time with both each other and like the family at the same time same goes with their friends they would always just like do group hangouts with like the significant other with the significant other's friends um and you're like not losing out on like any of relationships in a relationship type like that so like i think now one of the biggest priorities for me is to find like a person who 
like fits seamlessly into like the family dynamic as well as the friends dynamic not easy to find just because i have like a really eclectic collection of friends that are all very 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 different and like our family is also very different from my friends so like being able to like fit in with all those people is going to be like hmm. it's going to be difficult to find but you know i have hope yeah so i would think about it as like expensive it shouldn't yeah. be ex it's about definitely like not external i think um we actually have the same take mm -hmm. but in the sense that when you like when i was in a relationship like you do have to allocate not a significant but in order to build a strong relationship like that does take time together it takes a lot of conversation mm -hmm. it takes like sharing experiences and not every experience to build closeness can involve other friends and family that's so you'll true. inevitably like yeah. lose time with your friends sure. and that's something you do have to consider when going into a relationship mm -hmm. um yeah when time is limited you can only spend it doing so much but there is a good way to like there's a healthy way to balance it out and and not and there's like a certain amount of expectation from your friends that they right. will like you will prioritize your significant other right. over like hanging out with them like i think if you have good friends, they'll be okay with that. Exactly. They're like, oh, like, that's just what you have to do when you're yeah. in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you still have to be intentional about spending time with them, which I made it a point to be like, I'm still going to hang out with my friends. Yeah. All right. What was the question? I forget what the question was. How do you know when, when are you're ready? ready? Mm. That's kind of a tangent, but a good tangent. A, a good tangent good nonetheless. That's true. Andrew, do you have any? Hmm residual thoughts on this it was just weird i like speaking about my own personal experiences i had a covid relationship mm -hmm. and so it existed so much in a bubble that hmm, how do i want to say this no no new residual thoughts it's just that like even i do have friends who do completely disappear when they get into a relationship and honestly like i don't fault them for that i'm like Mm. if it ends up like becoming really serious then they're gonna figure out a way to integrate like the friends back into their lives but mm -hmm. during like their honeymoon phases like i get it like yeah being in that yeah, it's honeymoon phase is like a euphoric like mm -hmm. state of like, being you just want to feel that the whole all the time exactly and like as a homie i'm like i want you to be happy and experience that mm. like uh, and then once you're ready to like balance out and like once the euphoric high of the honeymoon phases kind of settles down you get into more routine like if they want to hang out again like I'm not gonna fault them for like mm. disappearing off the face of the earth either uh, if they were like a good homie um, but yeah. kind of along those lines but um, that reminded me of something that me and my friend was we were discussing about this mm. do you believe in the philosophy of if you fall in love quickly, you'll also fall out of love quickly. Hmm. Hmm. Easy come, easy go. Honestly, do you, do you, I or do you think longevity lies in like building a relationship more gradually? I think there's more potential for you to fall out of love quickly mm. if you fell into love quickly because there's no foundation. But okay. if you fell yeah. into love quickly and then the foundation was continued. So this is what I'm thinking. Like, okay hypothetically you like see somebody that you haven't really i have friends who like wear their heart on their sleeves mm -hmm. I, I don't think i'm there as much and yeah, so they develop crushes really quickly yep and then i have friends who are just like oh god over them because 
either they got to know them and they're like, oh, like, not who I was expecting. Not who I was yeah. expecting yeah. And how could you know? You just, like, met yep. them. Yep. And so it could go both ways in the sense that you can just meet them and then they don't meet your expectations and you fall out of love really yes. quickly. Or that person meets every single... Oh, hello, bird. That is a squawker. That's a really gold, pretty bird. Stripes. Damn. A pretty bird. All right, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, or it's the alternative where uh, you meet them and you continue to hang with them and they mm. hit all the expectations. Mm. Uh, and then that turns into a beautiful relationship yeah. too. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, um, if you fall in love quickly, it's because you're building up a lot of like expectations mm -hmm. in your head or like you don't know the person fully yet. And yeah. so you just like them for like what you know already so there's yep. a lot more potential for you to find out things that you don't necessarily like so mm. i i do think yeah. like if you fall in love quickly it's because you're not necessarily falling in love with who the person actually is but who you want Expect the person to be ah, damn. um okay okay i like that yes oh this is yeah. also one of my tangentially related my dating philosophy that i talked about during my I can't say the reality TV show, but my reality TV show interview. Yeah. Um, my philosophy is not really when you know, you know, but I think that if you, f okay, so when you like go on a date with somebody, you either, it, it can go down two paths. Okay. Either that person, uh, you're like, holy shit, like this person could be the one and you're proven right or you're like, holy shit, this like could work out and you're proven wrong. But it's never like, uh, oh, I meet them and you're like, ah, maybe I'll like grow into them. And like, maybe mm. like down the line, like you I'll need that initial serious. spark. It yes. has to be like an initial, like I could see this happening or. Uh, so you yeah. think you can figure out within like five minutes of meeting someone, whether or not, not they're five yes. minutes, but like within the first, first day, day. Okay, it's like either like an hour. Or two. Yeah. Like I can see this working this out. This person has no potential. Like, it's either like. Yeah, exactly. I think that's true. I mean, yes. But is that the lens that you look at, look through for most girls that you meet in terms of like whether you're deciding platonic versus potential romantic? I'm not going to lie. It's almost always platonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. is that like the initial mm. screening with everyone that you or like people who are around your age? I don't think you actively think about yeah. that. But once you get close to someone, you're like, oh, maybe this person could be more than just, I don't know. I've never had that situation. Yeah, I don't really, when I meet new people, like... You don't think about dating them. I don't think, yeah, dating is not the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was my yeah. question. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the only caveat to this is that I look at mom and dad, and okay. mom was definitely more of a slow burn. That's true. So, she didn't have that initial spark with exactly. dad. Exactly. Didn't have the initial spark, but... She lived in a different era, too. Yeah, era, but, maybe. like, a lot of, like, arranged marriages, they work out. Maybe because of it's obligatory that you work work it out. Yeah. And, like, there's that expectation that you just stay together. But, like, most divorces happen with people that are young, fall in love quickly, fall yeah. out of love. Just have problems. There's definitely a statistic behind that. Sorry, I think I cut you off, Andrew. You were saying something? Maybe. I know. Now I'm trying to recover that train of thought. I don't know. Is, well, I love snacks. I know. Guadzas are the coconut. The coconut guadzas. Oh, they slap so hard. I went to Chinatown Ooh. and got so many good snacks and good food. Man. Mm. Although I will say, so much sodium. I made uh, on my uh, Instagram, you can see it. 
the Shifan with Datai and Dolphuru and Mantol. That's literally awesome. Um, yeah. It's, oh my god. I looked at the, I was like, maybe I shouldn't get the nutrition label, but it's like, oh, a single serving so is like 200% of your daily sodium value. I'm like, ooh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, god high blood, dang. High blood, blood pressure, boy. And I also made um, Ludan. Mm. Um, oh, so good. So yeah. good. Yum, 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 yum. Wow. A soft boiled egg really just brings everything together. I'm not. Honestly, growing up, I was not the biggest fan of soft boiled eggs. That's weird because I wasn't either. Hard boiled eggs, sorry. No. It was a soft boiled egg. Yeah, I remember. You like liked a runny yolk. I like a runny yolk, yes. As a kid, I wanted my yolks fully like cooked through. Firm and powdery. Yeah. Something changed. I had whack taste buds as a kid. It's kind of crazy. Whack taste buds. I was. I think Were I was like John. You guys picky eaters. Uh, no. I was, but I'd eat everything if mom told I me to. I think Andrew, if anyone was picky, but I didn't yeah. have any strong aversion saying I, because I look at John, I and I'm not that bad, where John will refuse to eat, like, a green pepper. I'm like, that is the most neutral tasting vegetable out there. <laughs> okay, green peppers are the worst kind of peppers, They though. are. Out of all the like, peppers, they are I actually, I low-key like green peppers I mean, more really? than the red and I think the red and yellow ones are a little too tangy for me. I don't like that tangy taste. And Jesse hates you flavor. Like the mild taste. <laughs> Jesse hates the flavor. I, honestly, I like green. I like peppers for their texture, not for their taste. Mm. So I want them to taste as neutral as possible. Because yeah. John will refuse to eat a lot of things. Like, he won't eat the either the base of the asparagus or the stem of the asparagus. I forgot. I don't like the side. base of the asparagus. This but, is too tough. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'd eat everything, but John will refuse to eat something. So mm. I don't think I was that picky. Yeah, it's only I just, I'll eat it. I just won't and enjoy it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Down the chute. Oh, sugar. Oh, I hated that. I still can't kid. do that. That's I the still, only it's thing. It's the weirdest yeah. slimy texture. It's just, yeah, it's the and texture thing. I don't love okra either. I could do it, a It has like fried okra, a BT yeah. like texture on the <laughs> yeah. inside. Yeah. I don't like I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a little slimy. Yeah. yeah. I don't but think I do I've like ever had good tasting okra cuz I've only had the way that mom prepares it. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. Well, okay. So it's usually just like I love mom's cooking, but Sometimes you know, okra requires some special. Yeah, you yeah. just need to fry it. You need to fry yeah, it. Crispy yeah. okra is not that yeah. bad, but mm -hmm. when it's just like slimy and steamed, and yeah. steamed okra, that's. Uh, Ooh. But I used to not like avocados, and now mm. I love avocados. I still can't eat avocados by themselves. Dude, I can eat a plain avocado now. Ooh, I don't know why. Crazy. Yeah, basic white girl now. Yeah. You're evolving. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on to the next question. Two or you asks did you discover a new side of rachel after partying last night um y'all discovered how much of a lightweight i am yeah yep, yep. <laughs> i yeah. still haven't seen that side of you and i'm hoping that i will either tonight but i don't know or probably not today yeah, we have the rest of the summer it's all good but uh, if people have extracurriculars extracurricular <laughs> activities mm -hmm. such as we don't have to say it um anyways so no, I don't. I don't think I really saw that other side of Rachel. But I don't think last night was my first time seeing you in makeup. But I think the first time I saw you in makeup, that was like a different side of you because we grew up like without any beauty products in our house, like no makeup. Mm. Mom never wears makeup. Yep. I've yep. never, I'd never seen Rachel That's wear true. makeup. Then one time I saw her wearing makeup in a be reel, and I was like, "Whoa, Rachel yeah. is like a grown woman." What I know. Is this? I think I saw her. Actually, no, my friends sent me a picture you were not tagged in but in it was of your high school friend yeah oh. it screenshot it and sent to me and she was just like well it's kind of weird because she was like rachel's hot 
like oh don't tell me that wait um, why was but it was it the a, first was time guy no it was a girl that's way more yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no it was one of my girlfriends um who like screenshot that and sent it to me <laughs> which is cute but i'm like i think that was the first time i ever saw like you in makeup not in real life yeah. but now in I'm pictures. Curious I, honestly i've never seen you in makeup and i always thought you would i always thought you would look weird or bad in makeup but I don't know. I just never thought that you would look good in makeup because I'm, I'm ugly. so used to you not wearing makeup. <laughs> oh so my I was god! Like, uh, I can't imagine Rachel looking. Now I'm subconscious. No, because I thought you would just look like ugly, fake, like too. It would just be like too out of what I'm used to. But no, I'm very minimal with, with the your, amount of makeup. But the makeup, makeup the way you did your makeup, you you solid. look you look good. It was good. You look slay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you look good. Period. Thank I was you, like, you. Rachel's an adult now. My little sister is no longer that little, you know. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, because I've never, I no, I still up, see you never as a baby. Saw you, never saw you wearing makeup. So wait, do you still? I remember you told me this a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you still see us at certain ages? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think now I it finally grew out of it. But I remember I saw you at like as a twenty three-year-old for like six years really? uh, you just thought i was 20 as wait, you were aging 29 oh, oh sorry wait. i don't know um did you see him uh, as 23 ex- when he was younger hold up hold up i was just in my mind jesse was just like a locked in age for like years really? interesting um maybe it was i think 22. i had that for yeah. little kids like john and philip will always be like elementary school kids to me like yeah. the fact that philip's in high school it blows not my mind real. yeah not real. i don't think he's actually in high i think school. it was 22 yeah. it was post it was adult you when you graduated mm. college you kind of just stuck in that interesting realm. yeah no i've yeah, I, I think it's think the fact really that you're still in that. school too. I'm just like, oh, that's Jesse's true. Still, like, yeah. Oh, God damn. Yeah. I think the age for you that I saw you at for a really mm. long time was sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> for some. For how long? <laughs> <laughs> Not very, but like growing up. Oh, that's so funny. Um, because you had such like a strong like also, church group. Mm, and I feel the sixth like grade, yeah. Like sixth grade is when it was very prominent. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know, cause you also grow up. So like, once you're a sixth grader, you can't see your like older brother as still a sixth grader, right? I think it's kind of weird. I remember like, you you're just also said growing up, like, how are you gonna? S- you were just like, oh yeah, Andrew's like, I think sixteen was the age you called me for like two years. Um, called you or when you we were talking, you saw me in your mind as a sixteen, seventeen year old for. Oh really? Like Did I after say that? I, I don't remember saying that. Turn like eighteen, nineteen. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think I see Rachel as like a high school kid, because like interesting, that, like the pre makeup phase, the <laughs> growing into herself kind of phase, your high school years. I think I really saw a lot of maturation and like mm. you still seem like. I mean, you're in college, but like high school, college, still. I don't know. I kind of blur lump them together for you. I don't really yeah. see like a huge change between high school you versus college you. I think I developed mm. a lot of my perspectives in high school yeah. and they've only become more nuanced since then. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't exactly. Any major shifts in like Yeah, you just what grew more yeah. into who yeah. you are as a high schooler. That's Yeah, that's, I think that's exactly how it is. I don't know for just Damn, we I keep, talked about this. Now that we keep talking about younger you, I'm now remembering just how annoying you were pre, <laughs> pre high school. Dude, do you remember hey. the story? I remember this where <laughs> Rachel 
soaked your bed oh, in water. Yeah, I, I don't know why. That. I just remember this. And I remember <laughs> you going to bed and the bed was completely wet. Because we shared a bed growing or shared a bed, shared a room growing up. And you were just cursing like <laughs> Like, I don't remember this. Like, oh yeah, my god! I forget that what was made me so, so funny that you, you just dumped <laughs> and you just no, dumped water on my bed, water across the entire bed, <laughs> and like I remember Jesse cracking up. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. Oh, are you trying funny. to accuse me of paying my yeah. bed? <laughs> that was but so funny. It was like the funny. whole thing. <laughs> it was the entire bed. <laughs> Mom, look at uh, what Jesse did. <laughs> It was so funny. I did try to play oh it off God. for a little bit. <laughs> like, I, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Uh, yeah. No, but you did something that made me, like, extremely Yeah, angry. that was so funny. <laughs> I was like, I can't be him physically. <laughs> Got the only thing I can do is outsmart him. I actually don't remember oh that gosh. at all. Oh, really? I don't no, even remember so when good. that was. It was that when you so had, weird. I think it's when you had like blue striped sheets. Do you remember that? Era? I remember the blue mm. striped sheets. Yes, I do remember yeah. that. I remember laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you thought it was oh, funny. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> I don't remember. Was this when I was in high school? Or was I it when remember. I was pretty young? It was in my era of when I shaved crayons. <laughs> Like I don't remember. Dump the crayon shavings down the sink. <laughs> oh, I remember. I Dude, remember our sink was disgusting sink. all oh, the time. <laughs> I remember this. It was all Dude, like. Dude, it was like your crayons mix yeah. is just brown. It, it always just ends up brown. So <laughs> the sink is just like murky, murky and brown. Brown. Yeah. With like I, crayon your like painting yeah. phase. Like, I did oh, a everything lot of just... like arts and crafts, oh, and mom and dad would. Well, everyone would just get angry at me because I did such a bad job of cleaning it up all the time. You still do a bad job cleaning it Not anymore. I forget how messy you were as a kid. That's because yeah. now that I live with you, you're not that messy anymore. You're not messy anymore. But I'm as not. a child, oh my oh, God. Rachel's room was like the messiest room of all time. Like <laughs> you could not crap. see the floor. The walls were splattered in yeah. paint. Whatever yeah. you were like. I needed a creative outlet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah sure. your room was your creative outlet. That's <laughs> what it was. All right, we're going to hit another question. Xenia asked, where's a place you guys wish you could live for a few months? And this reminded me of the conversation I had with Luana last night. Because yeah. she, she just came back from Japan. South Korea, mm -hmm. Japan, mm -hmm. her post-step one trip. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, blown away. She was like, wait, hold on a second. Mm. Why does everyone love New York? Like, the city itself is dirty. <laughs> It's not super efficient with the metro system. Like, mm -hmm. Tokyo is, like, clean. Metro is super fast. Like, it's transportation, public transportation is, like, optimal and efficient. Like, yeah. why does everyone romanticize this city? It's not in a great location. It's, like, northeast Ohio. I think it's Ohio. the history of it all. It's because, exactly. Yeah. So we started oh. talking about why New York has oh, all this charm. Yeah. It's mostly, I think, to me, it's mostly because of the people. Because, like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. What would you say? Immigrants. Not uh, even immigrants. I mean, that's it's just like the, town. It the has land so much, of like, opportunity. Culture. Yeah. yeah, culture. Yeah. Uh, like for anyway. me, it's like the people. Like I, oh, yeah. I, I honestly didn't enjoy New York that much until you moved here. That's mm -hmm. right. Like I had none of my close friends lived here. Um, I had no reason to come to visit, and now like because of Andrew and now you, Rachel, I have every reason to be here. And like yeah, yeah. you've developed a group of friends that I get along and Rachel gets along with really well. Now I have kind of feel like I have a community here. I can come back to um 
and I think that's why a lot of people like New York because this is just where people gather. Like, yep. this is where everyone like finds a job. This is where everyone like, you know, like becomes who they are as an adult. Like, this is just like the time and space to do that. And I think that's why a lot of people. But like, why not do that in Japan, <laughs> or like, why not do that in Korea? Like, they're just like objectively better cities. I feel like New York markets itself as like a land of opportunity. Like there are yeah, so many things that you can do American in New dream. York because there's so many like companies that are headquartered in New York yeah. and there's just like a lot of or like Startups companies. Here. And I talked to my friend um Shreya who studied abroad um the semester like we went to visit her when we went to Europe and she was talking about the differences between Europe and um the US and like the US has a very work centric culture mm -hmm. and i think like if you want to like live very differently and you want to have the mindset of like if i just work hard enough i will be able to achieve mm. a lot of my mm -hmm. dreams i think new york markets itself yeah. as that as a place like, it's you a can very that, yeah. pull okay. yourself up by the bootstraps kind of mentality interesting okay you don't see that for the rest of america i don't know well I think America in general kind of. I don't know. Like, I, that's like why, why dad came here. You know? I think it's like the opportunities here are just more condensed. You know, mm. like, so it's just everywhere. Whereas, like, where are you going to find in Ohio? Yeah. Corn. <laughs> but, like, it's the same thing where you just came back from Europe. Yeah. And I think people really value leisure and, like, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Um, time to themselves and, like, rest. Where New York, no, not as yeah, much. It's and it's like, yeah, it's time. a double, yeah. double edged sword, right? Yeah. definitely a lot more opportunities but you can burn so where, where would here. you guys like to live for a few months if you had the opportunity this is a cliche answer but bali after visiting what bali holy oh, shit <laughs> why uh, bali oh my god it's the food amazing the vibes incredible the cost of living very low um i stayed in bali for a week freshman year summer of college mm. And it was, I went with a friend who grew up in Jakarta, so she knew the area very, very well. So traveling with pretty much a local. Um, and I don't know, it was incredible. I, I think that's the closest manifestation to heaven on earth. Um, wow. Just beautiful. Dang. I, I loved Bali. I kind of want to move to South Korea for a little bit. Mm. I've never been. But I feel like because Korean media has been like pushed so hard in the US, I've just like grown kind of fond to like Korean culture. And like they, they have this culture of respecting their elders and people mm, older than them. I mean, yeah. Chinese culture has that too, but they have like really structured behaviors when you're interacting with people either older mm. or younger than you. Um, and I think that's, I mean, just from an outsider, like people who are Korean are just used to that. But like for me, I was like, wow, this is like a very intricate, like really cool culture. And I would love to be like immersed in it for like a few months. I mean, cool. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Rachel? Oh, I like that we're all choosing places in, in Asia. Asia. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, want to move to Europe. <laughs> I think my, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I went there, I was like, it's a lovely place and I love it here, but mm. I would definitely feel like a perpetual foreigner. foreigner. Yeah. Mm. Um, Spent my life as because, a minority, yeah. Yeah, just because like the diversity is not really there. Mm. Um, I feel like the value, like European values are a little different from my own mm. personal values. And then um, also obviously language barrier, which mm. yep. I feel like once you pick up if you pick up a language this late in life it's not that it's impossible to become fluent in it but like you're always going to have a bit of an accent and that kind mm. of thing um and it's just not going to come to you very easily um but 
for if only for like a couple of months my gut reaction was china but i think oh. it's just because hmm. i didn't even think about that yeah <laughs> what's that, I didn't even count Where's that, that in? like a very as like a very <clears throat> practical like oh, this yeah. is probably very doable kind of answer and help your chinese um yeah. yes help my chinese see our family mm. get closer mm-hmm. to our family i think that's like wow. the Shit, biggest that's thing that's the right that's answer right there well, uh, yeah this is like the politically correct answer right that was the gut reaction but then my second thought of like where like ideally if like no other worries in life whatever you know that kind of thing um i think japan would be really nice i think Mm, like just the natural beauty of japan Mm -hmm. and then on top of that there's like the infrastructure like the The advanced infrastructure there food culture um there's just like a lot to see a lot to explore um a lot to learn Mm -hmm. um especially like from like an infrastructure standpoint is just like everything is so efficient clean yeah. like well thought out like mm. super intentional the with civil pers- perspective yeah. you would love to indeed yeah. indeed so it'd be it'd be nice to see like compared to you should do grad school do. in japan oh uh, i don't planning? know how possible that would be i've seen i've seen tiktoks of like people saying that japan like planned out their or they did their urban planning using sh- like fungi Oh, like how the fungi, like their whole underground network, so they build out like these little like miniature outlines of the city. Yeah. And let fungi grow, and then see where they would like choose to route like their roots or whatever. Yeah. And build roads. And Honestly, that's like the kind of thought that I appreciate the most in terms of like design, uh-huh. because in in Barcelona, um, mm-hmm. the architect who probably drives like ninety percent of the tourism in Barcelona, Gaudi. Like mm, he's done yeah. Sagrada Familia, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Parkway, yep. Casa Mila, Mi- Mila, Casa Migos. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, like he was very much so, uh, like that kind of mindset where he would observe nature very closely and then mm. try to make his architecture mimic, mimic yeah. nature. Mm. And like especially with the Sagrada Familia, yeah, I was gonna say. The columns are like tree branches. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, like arborizations, yeah. Yeah, so it's like that's so smart because. Art imitates life. Like nature has gone through so many iterations of evolution. Like, mm-hmm. of course, it's going to be. The most optimal. Yeah. I mean, evolution. Structure. God just. <laughs> God really knew what he was no, doing. No, no, no. <laughs> but God, God like made things and then let it God, God evolve. Guided mm. evolution. Yeah. The guided hand. The guided theory. Whereas like man-made things are always gonna be a little less efficient in my like. Hmm. Oh, mindset. that's actually super interesting. <laughs> Never thought about architecture that way. Mm-hmm. Not the rooftop pot on actual rooftop. I'm shook. <laughs> 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 yes, we're back on a rooftop again. The weather is nice again. Oh, are people live? What? Um, oh, yes. Okay. Thirties and floofer asked a question. Hi. If you were to learn something from one another, what would what would that be? Ooh. You would learn something from. Oh. Like if each of us had to teach like concrete. A math class. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, honestly, Andrew, I want to learn SQL. I feel like that's like a oh. pretty good it's skill. Very easy to l- learn. Learn. Yeah. I feel like SQL is like the backbone of many back ends of yeah. companies. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're trying to build a company or some sort of even like we database, had a lab. Yeah. A lab meeting where um, one of our grad students went to like a hackathon and mm. like he basically came up with this startup idea about like 
taking patients' data and allowing them to like take ownership of it and sell oh. them to companies. Uh, oh, yeah, interesting. And then this company would just help facilitate. It. But like medical records is very complicated and like a lot of legal stuff. But like mm -hmm. a lot of the back end of how it works would be with SQL and like yep, yep. how to like query data and stuff. Yep. So. Um, now everything's like all about large data and like a lot of money is made off of databases and stuff and i feel like knowing how to you know query data whatever that means would be a good skill to have wow so well, lucky for you you do not need to go to school for that because yeah. i learned sql yeah. all entirely after college yeah. Yeah. yeah you put in a lot of work yeah. with that that's true rachel saw the grind i did I rachel did. saw the grind that summer um, my in i would say i guess we'll just go person by person mm. because i want to say what i would want from you too oh, okay. like i feel like you put a lot of time and effort into like learning things um like okay. you're a very dedicated okay. person mm. to like mm -hmm. learning most disciplined out of all of us oh I think. absolutely mm. yeah. like you have a very like if i want to learn something if i want something i'm gonna work until i get it kind yep, of thing yep. um so i think for you one of the things that you've put a lot of effort into is just like fitness oh yeah, yeah that's true just, that's like you just yeah. know a lot of things intuitively now that's true i forget yeah. that hey, I i'm the one who started it all though yeah i feel like yeah 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 well actually i think mm. we got into it together simultaneous. though it was actually more so simultaneous I, yeah because a of lot a shared of YouTuber. workouts yeah. and movements that we learned together like we're all from youtube people have dm me a lot because uh, i used to do a series of training my roommate yeah that's true and a lot of people ask me hey can you be my personal trainer and that's mm. a side avenue that i've considered but never seriously you should do it in I, a scalable way like give out workout programs that people yeah but i don't have any formal training like i know a lot about fitness because of like a decade of working out and finding what works for me yeah. mm. but i don't know what works for me will Other work people. for you yeah, yeah. that's i don't it's that's definitely exactly not true. Yeah. yeah 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 i think i mean everybody is very very different so that's why i've never gone down the route of personal training until i get some sort of certification or if i go to school for it mm. i like you can find much more effective resources online probably for free mm -hmm. yeah and i just don't think it should come from me if mm. you're looking for like the That's best fair. knowledge what i can provide is i can hype you up but why would you pay money for that <laughs> what do you mean a hype man is uh, yeah, you get uh, an important yeah, asset yeah, yeah. that's true that's true yeah. yeah um so i'll like be training buddies with people yeah. but i'm not gonna be your personal trainer mm. Mm. it's too much yeah. responsibility that's fair. yeah okay um now what would you like to learn from rachel <laughs> Oh, I really want to learn <laughs> how to. Oh, I'm trying to think of which sewing. I really want to learn how to sew. Mm. Ah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, there are it's a lot very of arts and practical. Things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, I feel like you, it's pretty easy. What to are the hobbies that you like? You don't. You kind of like ditched a few of your hobbies because you're so busy with school now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you think you're still gonna pick up once once you're done oh, with school? Definitely baking. Like I just love sharing mm. food with mm. people. And I also love the process of baking. I like being yeah. able to be creative mm. with it. Um, just I like love eating mixing baked and goods, but yeah. I don't have some dairy free stuff yeah. and I'll eat all your food. Um, <sighs> that's true. I forgot you <sighs> bake a lot. It's not, but then it's not as good. Uh, no, it really isn't. <laughs> yeah. It's not the same. Um, so definitely baking. Um, I like making cards for people too. <laughs> <laughs> that's very so like yeah. painting 
Mm, um, oh, that's true. So it gives me like an excuse to paint. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, I feel like Rachel and I are similar enough in our artistic endeavors where like mm. I everything that I would want to learn from her, I've already tried to learn it on my own. So like mm. the only thing that I feel like that I don't know that you know a lot of is about civil engineering. Mm. which I wanted to be an architect when I was in fourth grade you up did. until like high school. Yeah. So that kind of has a little bit of the aspect of like design that mm-hmm. I would love to learn about. Um, but you're still in your journey of learning civil engineering. So like yes. once you go to grad school and stuff, I feel like you're going to have so much knowledge that I want mm-hmm. to like just talk to you about. Um, but yeah, I would say like I would love to learn or have you share more of your knowledge about uh civil engineering the people mm. i don't know if you've been reading the discord but like people are like uh calling me out for like not taking your concrete class seriously <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke okay no i will say like civil engineering out of all the engineering's is probably one of the easiest undergrad degrees all right you heard it from her, <laughs> you heard me. it here first i didn't uh, like personally hey, rachel seeing, said it, not me <laughs> yeah pers- well out of the engineering's though like engineering itself is yeah, still, still like t- yeah, it's several legit, tiers above sure. yeah there's engineering in terms and there's of difficulty. business and science. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah then there's like medicine maybe in the middle but like i feel like with civil engineering it it's not as abstract as a lot of the other engineering's which mm-hmm. so it's a lot easier not very, to not wrap your mind. Yeah. yeah 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 okay Sorry, tangent. I remember in eighth grade, I told my social studies teacher, mm-hmm. kind of as a joke, I was just like, hey, I, when I go to college, I want to be a business major because it's the easiest major. Okay. And my teacher was like, hey, Andrew, like every major has to study hard. Bullshit. <laughs> business major, it was so fucking easy compared to the shit I saw Jesse and Rachel go through. Yes. Like, like God, college hard. was a fucking breeze. Yeah. I will say uh, like, Oh, Although my facts. coursework is definitely harder, I mm. think the networking that you guys have to do, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's difficult in different senses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're very introverted and you don't like putting a smile on and talking and making small talk, you're going to hate being a business major. Yeah. And mm. also recruiting as oh, a business major that's, sounds okay. That awesome. is very, yeah, that the was, case that was thing was, was like, okay, yeah. But like the school academic setting. Like, I have to apply to med school. Yeah. Yeah. I have to apply to grad school. Yeah. There's oh. moving on from college. You have yeah. it's tough for tough for everyone, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. What do we want to learn from the oldest, the eldest? I think like medicine's so too to obvious. Learn. That's the problem. But I yeah. will say yeah. like, whenever anything is wrong with me, I'll just text Jesse first. True. Uh, he's my new WebMD. I'm like, that is really cool that this you know everything true. that's wrong. And true. I just basically, if I don't know the answer, I use. The, do- the doctor google doctors have their own google <laughs> called up to date oh yeah oh, <laughs> you can use you can use it too but you wouldn't understand it so i, I don't know i just remember i for some reason this didn't like click with me but when i do like research on things and i look at a docov website or like a research paper you'd be like no this oh, is a terrible yeah. research study and i'm like yes. how do you know this oh i have intuition um, about good exactly research yeah. you're yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. this is a yeah, good study true. or this is a highly biased study mm-hmm. and that just mm-hmm. didn't click with me i'm like oh it's gov they cite their sources this is trustworthy no and you're like no this no, isn't there's like so a double much blind or like science, science yeah exactly yeah. so i'm like that's really cool you can see which research yeah. is actually yeah. legit and like also you gotta read the disclaimers like if the funding sources come from a pharmaceutical company yeah. and they're saying that the drug is good like they got paid no to doubt. say yeah. that like they got paid to do the yeah, research like, there's definitely yeah. bias in the mm. way the experiments design maybe some fibbing of the data who knows so 
Yeah. Mm. Always, always uh, take those studies with a grain of salt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's obviously ditto. But yeah. to say something different, I guess. I guess like this applies to both of you, but I feel like I haven't had much time to like learn a lot of different editing softwares. Ah, yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, Rachel, Lightroom. we want <laughs> we want you to enter your vlogging yeah. era. Oh my gosh. No, but it's like a very era. practical skill to have, like being it able is. to take good photos, be able to mm. edit them well. Um, okay. Just to like, I don't know, en enhance the the things Aesthetics, of all the things yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. um and i think that jesse has like the most <laughs> <laughs> oh you're gonna compare our editing skills okay. that's fine <laughs> or one that i prefer more because <laughs> art is subjective <laughs> i don't know when it comes to i i just haven't put as much i think not put as much time but I think. Are you referring to photography, or are you referring to yeah. like? I do a lot more photography than yeah. you do. You I, do a lot more video. I do a lot more I video. Do. Yeah. yeah, and I yeah I will say like Jesse's photography, like yeah, it's a little more edgy. Like a, I like yeah. stuff that's more edgy, more street. You mm. like stuff that, uh, it's more I basic. Know. Yeah, I mean I do. That applies to a lot of things. It's, in life. it's more in life. mainstream. Appeals to a broader audience. So like. Yeah. It has its. I mean, honestly, it's more monetizable. Like that's why brands love working with Andrew because he creates a product that's He's like like a blank slate. <laughs> <laughs> just nothing about me. <laughs> <laughs> he just create. He creates a product or a video for them that appeals to the masses. It's mm -hmm. like yeah. while it's, I, I you create a very high quality product for these yeah. brands, which yeah. I'm I've been very impressed. Thanks, man. By like the videos that you put out for mm -hmm. brands, like these are really good videos and like their their money is going to like good yeah. use so it's like um it's thank you guys for supporting all the ads i'm yeah. not gonna lie i've been posting a lot of it so thanks for yeah, watching through them <laughs> but like you 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 do a really good job making making um ads and that, yeah. that's also something i think i want to learn from you once i eventually hey, need to do that but there. um yeah i'm not represented like andrew by an agent so i have to do a lot of the like work finding mm -hmm. brand deals and i just have not had the time to like really apply myself to that so that's a work in progress hopefully the pod i mean we've had sponsors reach out to us and stuff but we still haven't like you know settled down on any or like you know struck any deals yet but mm. hopefully we get to work with brands that we enjoy in the, the near future all right let's see if there are any other questions i love how people just roast us <laughs> roast me yeah in the rooftop chat. That's, That's so, so funny. funny. Wait, I should hop on the Discord. I love Jesse getting roasted. I get roasted a lot. If if women ruled the world, you'd definitely not be eating shrimp crackers for breakfast. <laughs> I was shook. I had to look twice. Such an elite move, Jesse. I don't know, like, is she applauding the fact that I'm eating it or, like, roasting like me for it? Ha ha ha. Oh, that's funny. That that you're doing that, but but she said never. such an elite move. On last names, I have a friend who's half Chinese and half Scottish. Oh, I saw that. Her parents actually kept the Chinese last name as her first name, kind of in line with a lot of East Asian cultures. Her actual name as her middle name and her... Why, oh, I saw someone post that, like, some people just pick a new first and last name for their kids. Isn't that kind of crazy? Interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, so then, like, no one passes on last names. It's literally just, like, everyone gets a new, complete just name. A new name. 
That's interesting. That's pretty fascinating. For like organization purposes of society, I don't think it works that well because like, how do you identify families? Like who's related? At the end of the day, does that even really matter? Like you can become family with your friends and like. It's so like, funny. Your friend group just all has kids and you pick a different last name that's all the or you pick the same different last name oh interesting you, <laughs> i like that and now everyone's family. and now everyone's related to your friends and now friends are actually family <laughs> wow all right everybody thank you all for joining in on this episode of the rooftop pod and thank you everyone who asked us questions in the discord thank server. you they were very good questions we appreciate them I am your host, Jesse, and signing out with me is my sister, Rachel, and my brother, Andrew. And we will catch you on the next episode of the Rooftop Pod on an actual roof. We're back on a roof, baby. Weather's been good. We've been enjoying the outdoors a little more. Mm. So we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Peace.